Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Well, hey, Emily, how are you? Hey, 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 Michelle. <laughs> hey, 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 Emily. Our time of the month is here. I had a couple sleepless nights. I so heard, I heard. I'm sorry that, I'm sorry that uh, Iggy Pup hasn't been feeling well. Iggy Pup has had some, some potty problems, so... Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful that we're getting things back on track um, because... Do you think I'm he just starting. ate something that didn't agree with him? I, you know, you just it's so you hard know. to know. Yeah, I think he's, you know, squirrels in the backyard are always, you know, dropping morsels mm-hmm. of things that they pull from the dumpsters, and he's such a little scavenger. So I think he does get his little mouth on things. Okay, okay. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. He's yeah. such a little trooper. Yeah. But um, I am thankful for the champagne that we're going to be drinking today because... Yeah. It's definitely already lifting my spirits knowing that that glass is waiting for me. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. glad so how are you? I am doing pretty well. I, I too, have had dog issues. You know, our Toby right. has, um, has diabetes, and so we have had to start giving him insulin twice a day. But the oh. vet was, like, really pleased with his... Um, he has to go in for like a glucose testing day and she was Aww. absolutely pleased about how well he had responded Good. to the dosage uh, and he gets this great you know prescription food that he eats up he loves it now on the flip side <laughs> our dog Bambi is having some issues because prior to Toby getting diabetes, which I think I might have given him diabetes because I was making him home fit home food <laughs> that might have been a little heavy on the carb side. Like cakes, cookies. No, 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 no. But like just like sweet potatoes, oats, rice, oh, you know, yeah. along with some turkey. But she was getting that food as well. She's not getting that food anymore. Pain so is hard. It is. Period. And it's especially hard for dogs. So. Yeah. I can tell you this, through dealing with the little issues that I've had the last few nights with Iggy Pup, I am really thankful that I never had babies because I have gotten a little bit of an insight of what that must be like having to get up every hour you know for years for years and oh my god like I was just a mess this morning I was like in tears I was so tired yeah and I can't imagine like that being my life for years I remember being in the bathroom one night with one of the one of the children was after my ex-husband had left and so it was either William or um, Jacob because he was four and they were very very sick and I had to have the shower going. It was really late at night, and I just I was like, "This is just not fair." Because I didn't <laughs> right. have I didn't have a partner who would who could have been there to help me with that. Right. But uh, yeah, it's um, uh, welcome to you know parenthood, adulthood, adulthood. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. so today we're drinking some sparkling. You're going to tell yeah. us about, and then we're going to get into the meat of our program. So we are drinking Diver, the Diver. It's a sparkling brute uh, from California. This has become a favorite. It is one that I pick up often on my, you know, marathon walks on the weekends because they always, the last like third Mm. of that walk is of course accompanied by bubbles. So there's a nice little neighborhood market called uh, Vincent's in Soulard here that carries this and it's always like, "Eh, it's three o'clock, it's time to go get some bubbles. So this little guy is under $15, um, like 
14.99 just, just under it hits our target <laughs> and i tell you what i mean i love it i've been drinking it out of a little walking tumbler forever mm -hmm. And recently I finally had it out of a glass and I was like, oh my God, this is like legit good. This is beyond Tumblr good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I, give us, give us I think notes. it's kind of, it's really kind of apple on the nose. Yeah. It's got a bit of that kind of brioche bit um, on the nose as well. It's got a nice kind of supple palate. Tiny bubbles. Some kind of lime notes come on the palate. It's just yeah delicious what do you think well i when i smelled it first i thought oh it has Ooh, like honey. A, a little sweet smell to it yeah it's got so i honey. was expecting a, like a sweet taste but it's not mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. really uh, that kind of citrus comes through yeah you really yeah. you really taste the citrus mm -hmm. for sure i yeah. i don't know i don't want to keep drinking it but i, I it mean, is our time of the month we need it we need it to help Mm -hmm. help our time so what are your what are my thoughts on, on it? the if it were a you know if, if it were a panty and yeah. I, I don't know why this just came to me it would be a panty that was like a wet wicking panty okay <laughs> what is happening in your world right now it must be it must be a little warm in uh <laughs> as i'm sitting Can here a little dewy it made me think about uh yeah so you know it, it keeps it keeps the moisture uh keeps at, you fresh keeps you fresh and uh the moisture at bay um, no matter where I love there you it. are. I, I don't know why that just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had a few sips. Well, I know. Uh, and that's already what I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me have some uh, ice cold water here. Yeah. So we're here celebrating a few different things today. Um, you know, we're, we're on the last day of the month for um, Women's History Month. Correct. So I think this is perfect time with our time in the month to celebrate some amazing women. Mm -hmm. It is also Transgender Awareness, tra awareness right? Day. So, yes. and yes. we've had many, you know, multiple friends in that community that have joined us in conversation, yeah. and we're so glad that this day exists and that we and, can and celebrate. That, and that we have evolved enough in society to, to be accepting. We still have a long, 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 long way to go, but it is yeah. better than it was five years ago. 10 years ago for sure I mean mm -hmm. I know when I was in college I, I didn't know anybody who was trans and you know I my daughter had um, she graduated in high school in 2013 and she had one um, classmate who um, who transitioned um, in her four years and then my son who's you know Jacob who mm -hmm. will be 22 next week he had a couple people in his high school oh. right and then even my now my son William you know so it's like more um, it's becoming more acceptable yeah. for people to embrace who yeah. they really are, and um, where yeah. you know the numbers were much fewer many years ago. They're growing, and I think that's wonderful. And then we set, we still have to fight for the for trans rights because the state of Arkansas has in, introduced a bill that will. Um, prohibit doctors from giving the medical care for transgender for transitioning and and that's just unacceptable so we Absolutely. know even though we've come so far we still have yeah a ton uh, a ton of work ahead of us so yeah. but we want to say you know congratulations and yes. to all of our trans friends and family you know cheers, cheers. yes so yeah, drink some more mm -hmm. it's an excuse right mm. 
Yeah, so mm -hmm. in addition to talking about um, all the inspirational women, well, not all of them. We can't talk about all of them because yeah. there's so many. Yeah, because we only have an hour. <laughs> and we want to get to, we got things we want to get to today. But we also have some cautionary tales to wow. share with you ladies yeah. later. Um, talk some. about online romance scams, and that's because mm -hmm. of the... Um, of uh, me watching that that Showtime docu series Love yeah. Fraud, so we're going to talk about that at the later in later the and, later in the program and help help give some advice on how to you know what are some of those warning signs right. and, right. and so but, forth. But but um, if you're here, let us know because yeah. we're so fancy now with all of our multiple we, cameras and our it's quite and a our, rig. Um, Quite a and on you know Instagram, we're also live on Instagram. So we want to say hello, hello to everybody out there. Hello, on Instagram. Um, we thanks for joining us. We're happy to have you with us today, and we're also live on Facebook, of course. But uh, we can't actually see you guys if I you know. let us know that you're here by commenting like, "Hey, girls, we're here and yeah. we're drinking too." Something like that would be cool. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. But let's move on. So yeah. yeah, let's talk about some women that have inspired. Like, what are some women that have well, inspired I'm, you throughout the years, and why? Well, I have. Um, I was preparing my my list for this evening, and I, I wanted to narrow it down, it's you tough. know, because it was hard. But I also felt like if I kept kind of like a St. Louis focus, that would be good too. Oh, um, that's a nice idea. Um, I did not. No, well, you when I, when I messaged you this morning, <laughs> you were know. like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, dang, I she know. already knows. It was a really fast decision for me. Yeah. And I yeah. was half asleep, by the way. Well, as I know now, because yeah. you didn't have any any sleep. Yeah. So, um, like, why don't you tell? Since you okay. were so fast, let's start with yours first. Okay. So my very Hi, first uh, selection, let's see here, let me pull this up. Oh yes, the first one that came to mind, and that was instant, was Isadora Duncan. And so Isadora Duncan is this amazing dancer that really revolutionized dance in the 20s. She was American born, but didn't really, she never really made it in America. She kind of shocked and appalled the audiences here <laughs> because her, her technique was so extreme for the time. You know, she, did, she knew all the classical techniques like ballet and so forth, but it was, she found it too confining. So she developed her own that was very kind of, you know, free in form. Really, I mean, we're talking the, the beginning of modern dance. Mm. And um, she found great success in Europe well loved and, and and embraced there and in fact when i on my first trip to paris i made sure to visit her grave and in, in paris at the um Père Lachaise Père Lachaise cemetery. cemetery but she she was a very extravagant woman and even died extravagantly so she was you know driving in an open-wheeled sport, sports car in nice France, wearing a very long flowy scarf and it got caught no. in the wheels and the she strangled wheels. herself mm-hmm very flamboyant death, which is suiting for her because oh, like she terrible. was. Uh, oh, I know. It, it is a terrible death, but she was. She had to go in a in a really remarkable way because that's who she was. She danced barefoot in like Grecian gowns, and which again shocked and appalled the American audience, but was well loved throughout Europe. So yeah. I just I love her, the way that she, just was so free to create her own style, and transform you know, a form of art. I think she's amazing. I find her highly inspirational. Highly inspirational. Well, I can tell you. Oh, hey. Hey, Melody. Hey. How are you? Thanks so much for saying hi. Melody and I went to high school together in, uh, out in California. 
Um, we were um, we performed together in, in the 1984 Olympics, didn't we, Melody? Wow, that um, is not many people can say that. <laughs> so Melody is an inspirational woman for me, also. Oh. So I'll throw that out there. So my first woman that I had that I listed was uh, Kate Chopin, and Kate Chopin is from St. Louis, and she is an author. And she wrote this book called The Awakening that sort of transformed, you know, my life. It was set in New Orleans, but it's about a woman who is struggling with her marriage and she is, had, uh, was in love with somebody else and her husband was definitely very controlling and domineering. And all of these, you know, horrible things that you find in literature mm-hmm. and uh, also in real life. So I won't give any spoilers for people who actually want to read um, The Awakening, but I certainly did not like the ending, and I was very, very glad that I did not live in New Orleans at that time that she had said said it, um, because it was just so hard for women to to exist outside of mm-hmm. a marriage. But she, in the story, the the character had left her husband and had found this great little home that she had, and but there was so much societal pressures, and I'll just leave it there. But um, Kate oh. Chopin is a... Um, Sounds like a must-read. It's a must-read, and it is unlike the top 20 authors you should follow, um, uh, women authors that you should follow. Okay. And I just um, love the fact that she's also from St. Louis. She was oh born here. Gosh. We have a lot of great authors that have come from St. Louis. And you're also getting a real insight into a time of life that wasn't all that long ago. No, no. And it's it's remarkable because, you know, what women have had to go through just to get mm-hmm. to the n- not parody that we are at today but right. we're so much further than we were I'm I'm just hopeful that in a hundred years from now we won't be doing our podcast I don't think we can I mean I you mean know, you know science is coming a long way we've been drinking some really great wine all this time we are it's well per- preserved on the inside <laughs> exactly uh, the, the women's history month will be like I, we're just why do we have to have that we're all equal you know stuff yeah. like that so and who is your next per- next woman on your list Okay, this was another, this was a very easy second follow-up. I have a photo of this woman in my office. Her name is Louise Nevelson. She is an artist, a sculptor. Look at her. Isn't she amazing? That backdrop, by the way, is one of her sculptures. No way. I thought it was a library No, it's a sculpture. She did did a lot of, like, wood carving. She also did found, like, found objects and, and put them into these big kind of reliefs. She's remarkable for a lot of reasons. Okay, so she's a Russian-born immigrant to the United States. She really came to fame during this whole Cubist time frame. Colleagues include, like, Alexander Calder, you know, so she was well-respected within the artist community, but it took quite a bit of time for her to actually reach what is considered real success as an mm-hmm. artist. I mean, she was, she was an older woman by the time that she actually had financial success, despite showing everywhere. Beyond being a talented sculptor, she kind of considered herself the original recyclist because she would incorporate these kind of found objects into her, into her sculpture. But she also was tack- tackling sexism in the art world and you know a lot of people like kind a, of a decision her. to tackle that or kind of like by default and I was kind of like it wasn't necessarily intentional okay. it was by her being fearless and then she started coming against sex pressure because her art was not what was considered appropriate for a woman her artwork is darker more domineering um more like 
totem kind of structures and things like that that were considered very masculine. Okay. And she was definitely, you know, pressured for that. Uh, but she stood her ground and she was like, look, you know, there isn't a sex to art. Like, that became then a statement once she started kind mm. of falling under pressure. Mm. So she really, she really wanted to kind of push those boundaries of what is considered great art for a woman. Interesting. Yeah, I w- I'm going to have to look her up because I had never heard her bef- heard of her before. Oh, Thank you for sharing that woman. with me, yeah. with us. Um, the next on my list is Lucretia Mott, and she is one of the original s- suffragettes. Um, And uh, I know we hear about Elizabeth Cady Staten and we hear about, you know, um, Susan B. Anthony. But Lucretia met Elizabeth Cady Staten when they had gone to a world anti-slavery convention in London. Wow. And they were, like, not allowed in because they were women. And this was in the um, 18, 1840, and that just inspired them that they were like, this, we, this has to change. And oh so gosh. they worked and they created the Seneca Fall Convention, which we've heard about, you know, that started off the women's suffragette movement in the United States. And uh, she wrote, she presented the Declaration of Sentiments. So I just think she's inspiring because she really worked hard to change the future of women in the United States. I don't believe she was actually alive when when we got the right to vote in 1921 sure. yeah but uh she 60 years later my goodness yeah but she was on on the forefront she is not from st louis okay. but I, we do have a suffragette from st louis virginia minor mm-hmm. um and she was the one who first who did the first uh lawsuit for women right. women's rights to vote but supported course, by her husband yeah, who was an husband. attorney yeah. right yeah. but of course that didn't pass as we know Right. Um, yeah, but that was my, that's my second. Um, and who is, who do you have as third on your list? Um, so Nina Simone. Yeah. When I discovered Nina Simone, I was much younger. And the school that I went to wasn't very diverse. And so, you know, I only knew what I knew because of what I'd seen and heard. And Nina Simone really awakened me a little bit about a little bit more about the disparities between the lives of African-American people or, you know, minority Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. versus people, white people. And she was so enormously talented. She was a classically trained pianist, went to Juilliard, was denied acceptance to Curtis School, another great music school that was strongly believed to be a racist issue. And she really incorporated you know civil rights and activism as a part of her musical voice which i really appreciate and i loved so much how you would hear her classical background infuse into into her songs when i heard for the first time the song backlash blues i finally was like Oh, I get it. Because, you know, she talks about the fact like, okay, you say everything's equal, but we're still living in second class homes. We're still going to second class schools. Um, We can't afford what you can afford because we're we're starting so far behind, you know. And and then the other song, like, I, I wish I knew what it felt to be free. You know, those kinds of songs changed me and opened my eyes. And I... I appreciate her so much for that. Yeah, she's so powerful, and I, and and the message is 
still appropriate today. My third, which is yeah, a completely on another note, different <laughs> subject. Uh, her name is Virginia Johnson, and uh, oh. you might. Yeah, you might yeah. Uh, uh, recognize her Maybe name. A note of pleasure. Yes, a note yeah. of pleasure. She is Virginia Johnson of the Masters and Johnson Research Team. She was actually born in Springfield, Missouri, so mm. she, but all the work was done here in Missouri. I'm sorry, in St. Louis. The, the bubbles already. <laughs> um, and I just thought if she had not gone into this field and, and worked with Masters, on human sexuality and sexual dysfunction, would we be sitting here today with clitorally speaking the podcast? Oh, wow. You know, like, like to be able thought. to bring what humans do because we do, we have sex, right? And they, they like just sort of like really analyze like how you do it, why you do it, how all of the different things about it and, and brought it as a, a way to talk about it. I mean, we know that the world is repressed right now. How much more repressed would it have yeah. been? There's now more vocabulary right. around, you know, conversational vocabulary around it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to highlight what um, Virginia had done for, um, well, just because I think we're here because of her fearlessness to go into this field. I think that is you know? really insightful. I love it. Yeah. That was a, a really brilliant yeah. pick on your part. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And then wrapping up, Emily, I know you have I one know, more. I know, I have one more because I was like, I just, I can't, I can't not let this one be celebrated. <laughs> so I love Clara Schumann so much. Okay. Clara Schumann, the wife of Robert Schumann, Robert Schumann being a famous composer. Clara was also a composer, a prodigy pianist in her time. She, oh my gosh, the sacrifices she made for her family. Often people have considered Clara to actually be the greater talent really? than, than, than her husband, Robert, but she stayed so loyal to promoting the life of Robert. And she... Um, Which was really what women had to is. do then, right? It, it absolutely... Talked, but, but she was very well respected by her peers. He, she was, you know, Robert thought she was amazing. Brahms, he, of course... He actually really loved Clara. Ooh, ooh, There's like ooh, a little bit there... of a love triangle story oh, going on there. My. But, well, she's um, very pretty. Oh, she was extraordinary. And, you know, she had something like, she had eight children, but I think she had maybe 11 pregnancies or 12 pregnancies. Mm. And she would perform up until basically giving birth to make money for the family. And her husband, Robert, is known to have been insane. And so she cared for him, cared for the family, performed. I mean, she was just a badass rock star. My apologies if you don't know this answer. I don't want to put you on the spot. Was um, he insane because he had syphilis or something like that? I think it was deeper. There's conversations around him having multiple personality disorder okay. and things like that. Like, it, it definitely was a, a, a much more... You know, he tried committing suicide many times, wow. and I think he ended up dying in, a, in an institution, if I'm, you know. I won't I'm, quote you. Yeah, I'm not don't, sure don't exactly all the that. details, but yeah. he, uh, he had a troubled existence, and even after he died, she really advocated to keep the legacy of his career alive, despite the fact that he was a madman, despite yeah. his death. She did nothing but honor his legacy and promote him for her entire life and kind of circling back to that love story of Brahms that love was never really actualized between the two of them they both secretly loved one another so it's hurt so it's said 
but they never did anything about it and it's because of her loyalty to even after he was dead i know isn't that something I know. And I tell you what, you hear it in Brahms music. Do you? Oh, God. The angst he had for okay. her. Okay. Now, yeah. now I'm going to listen to Brahms with a yeah. whole new, like, I, yeah. you know, awareness. He's thinking of her. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. what. I mean, Emily, would you be able to, like, like, if, would you, if you put yourself in Clara's shoes and your husband was dead, but you were, like, really in love with Brahms, would you be able to, like, no. stay? No. Okay. Well, I, I, I would me think, neither. I would think at some point that's some form of martyrism. Like, if you are going to deny yourself great love and great happiness for the sake of, you know, honoring, like, you well, know, we don't, I, I don't know. We'd have to actually take a look at what the societal constructs at that point in time were, right? So would it, would it have been harder for her to have gone to be with Brahms and then people saying, oh, you don't love your, ex, your, yeah, your dead husband? Possible. I mean, who knows? If, you know, you just, you don't, you, you don't, don't know. You know, you know we'd, have to do, we'd have to, like, probably start, go back to school and get another history degree or yeah, something. Yeah, I think she died in the late 1800s. So, mm. you know, I'm not sure, in probably Germany, so I'm not sure what was happening then. But she did things like, there was this big, you know, riot, the Dresden, the, the, the May, the, what is that called? The May, the, the I, there's I, a big I, thing. Anyway, she like <laughs> saved her children, like that were, you know, just like, she's a warrior. It's wow. amazing. Wow. So yeah, Clara. Clara Schumann. Love her. Yeah. So <laughs> those are some of my top picks. I mean, it's obviously not all inclusive, but no, those no. are just ones that just no. like, I had a brain explosion when you're like, Hey, who do you find inspirational? <laughs> and right. I was like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that there are so many great women out there, so many great women currently alive mm-hmm. uh, who are doing wonderful things. And, and we, I, we try to keep with the ones that have passed, you know, because it's Women's History Month. Yeah. But um, that's her story. Her story. Yeah. yeah. There's um, there's just a whole lot that uh, that's out there. And I think, you know, just pick up the Google machine and uh, type in notable women and yeah. you'll be surprised at who comes up. Or, like, if you're in a field, like, total notable women in engineering or art or, um, mm-hmm. you know, fashion or whatever. I doubt that there is an occupation or an industry that there hasn't been a woman in yet. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, that's an interesting question. What might that be? There probably has ne- there has never been a woman priest. Well, but there are in the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church okay. right? And there hasn't been a woman president yet but in the United wi- States. In the United States, but there are women who are leading all, all kinds of great things mm-hmm. all all across the globe. Yeah, so there yeah. are probably a few. Of those. Just it's just in time. Just give us some time. Yeah. But I bet you'll have some things to say about our next topic. Oh. Romance scams, online romance scams. How to spot mm. them and avoid them. Let me tell right. you, Emily. Have you experienced this ever? Uh, well, let's let's talk about them because okay. I watched this documentary on Showtime, and I'm a little late to the game because it was released <laughs> August of 2020. But there's four four episodes, and it's called Love Fraud. Okay. And you know, I'm always looking for like some kind of like Dateline kind of right. thing, right? Right. I'm gonna write that down. Love. Love fraud. fraud. Okay. And what really got me, it really intrigued in it, is that this con man this romantic con man is from kansas city oh nearby from four hours away yeah and this is him his name is uh richard scott smith and this is from the blog uh scott the crook smith.weebly.com he has been married like 10 times simultaneously to different women i feel like i've gotten a 
Facebook invite from him. Okay, that that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. This guy, I'm like, oh my god, that face. <laughs> <laughs> this guy from Kansas City. Um, so if any of our listeners and watchers from you know Kansas City, make sure you look at this his face because he is out of jail. For How long was he in jail? Six months. That's it. So okay. what he would do is he will uh, you know meet a woman online. And then, uh, of course, you know, uh, tell her within two weeks that she is everything that he ever wanted in a woman and a wife, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he like what was moving in within four weeks and wow. they want to buy a house together or he wants to buy him a, a car, a sports car. And he basically would ma- w- propose within like a month, a month and a half. And then as soon as he was married to them, he was done. He was like, he would change overnight, but he would then, he'd open up credit cards in their names. Oh, my God. So there's some identity theft going on. Oh, my gosh. Um, women were left with lots and lots of, of, of credit card and other kind of debt. So his, he and goes then like, he just moves on. And he just moves on. But he, he'll date women, like three or four women at the same time. And he's, he's a bigamist or, 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 you know. Polygamist? Well, I guess a bigamist is when you're married to more than one woman and the women don't know each other. Polygamist, oh, I think they, they know, know each know. other. Okay. But he, at one point, he was like married to three women. Oh, my um, God. He is bad news. And he would target, you know, women who are, you know, divorced, obviously, or maybe maybe a little older right like my age (laughs) and this is gonna this is gonna get you it like the last episode they actually get to have a they have a conversation the producers and directors and they interview him he's in jail at that point in time and he referred to the women that he was meeting as fixer uppers wow and like he's some gem Oh, he is not attractive at all, but yeah. as fixer-uppers, because he was like, and, and his attitude is he never did anything wrong, and he's the victim, and all of this kind of stuff. Wow. But, but I wanted to make sure... What we, was he actually, um, you know, what was he actually imprisoned for? Mm-hmm. What did they get him? Well, there is a, um, there's a bounty hunter in Kansas City, and they used her, and she was kind of, she was definitely a, a character, but they used her to try to find him. He had had, uh, he was on probation for a domestic, uh, a domestic violence uh, incident with one of the wives, and he he left the Kansas City region and went to t- Knoxville, Tennessee, and that's where they found him in Knoxville. So because he had violated his probation, oh. that's why he went back to that's why he went to jail. But it was for so six it's not months. for fraud or theft or anything yeah, like that yeah. because he's married. Even though if you're, you technically can't be married to multiple people at one time so there's right. a flaw in that right 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 but but people will be like well you were married fraud, so fraud thing that he, i think i think he's gonna get his however the reason i wanted to bring it up <laughs> exactly melody yeah. somebody does need to drop kick him into next week um well, the reason i brought him up and you can watch it on showtime or you could maybe go watch some trailers on YouTube or whatever, but um, because he's not he's not currently in jail, so he is still out there. He's still he's going to do the, other what, women. He, what he always did. Yeah. And if you don't see his face, you yeah. know you might you might click that Facebook invite to be your friend. Right. It is kind of a. I mean, on the surface, it looks like yeah, you know, this guy can't be very harmful. Like he's he's got kind of just like a. He ba- like he blends in the crowd kind of face, you know. Yeah. But um, 
Wow. And if you read this site, you'll be you're amazed at what um, what the women like because a lot of the wives they've met each other now and they are the ones that banded together to try to find him. Good for them. And using the and using the the bounty hunter. Well, I tell you what, you know, he did he's doing one of the core warning signs, like speeding up the relationship. Wow. You know, yeah. They've known each other two weeks. They're moving in. They're in love. They're like, this well, is, you know. And the thing is, is that some people feel like, you know, when you get to be over 50, that, well, you know, I know what I want. So why am I waiting? Why am I wasting all this time? Yes, of course we should get together, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's just like, that's something as those of us that are out there dating we need to remember that we don't need to rush it yeah. you know if it's if it's the right thing it'll still be there in six months in in a year yeah if right? you're worried that it's not going to be there then guess what he's not that's the, not the right that, thing not the right one yeah women who are recently widowed or divorced are also easy targets sure because they're vulnerable and they're sad yeah and, lonely and, and a, lo- a lot of the women talked about that they had not had a man treat them that like especially during while he's wooing them right he's saying all the things that you ever want to hear he's you know treating them the way they had not been treated I mean I really felt a a connection with the women because we've all experienced loneliness in our lives right Mm -hmm. and we've all had shitty dates we've all had shitty partners we've all had yeah you know and so when somebody comes along and they're like finally somebody who appreciates me for me and then to find out he's just fucking scamming you the whole time. I mean, that kind of betrayal has got to be so heartbreaking. It's crushing. You know? It's crushing. Like, some of the women are like, I'm not even going to ever date again. I've, I've heard, you know, Dr. Phil has done a few episodes, like six, I think, on this topic. <laughs> it's so prevalent. There are women that have been through this that are just simply in absolute denial about it. And I think... I can see why you'd want to be in denial because you if they're telling you all these things about how amazing you are you don't want to lose that you know even though it doesn't take some con man to tell you you're amazing and you know what I mean well I guess you know it really kind of then goes back to what how we are raising and treating each other you know like there's so many layers to it but they said that in 2019 there were like more reported romance scams than there had been in the years prior well Um, i believe it i mean i you know dating online is is uh you know i mean it's become a very normal way to meet someone i would imagine in 2020 with covid it's probably even increased yet uh, more because people have been you know not meeting people in person so yeah using those tactics in a virtual world I would think could be even easier yeah well it's um they prey on you Mm -hmm. and so I know we we have like a list of things to like a red flags to to think about and you know when you said that you had gotten a Facebook invite or a friend friend request from that Richard um Scott Smith guy when I read about like these trusted profiles, yeah. such as medical professionals and aid workers in the military, I can I get a, a request at least every other day oh, yeah. from some doctor who's working oh, yeah. overseas, yeah. and he's quite attractive. And he's then, got a six pack. Oh my god! Right, and, like, and he's yeah. Yeah, and I just I like delete it, but then I think oh, I wonder what that guy whose picture has been taken for this scam profile right. feels like, right? Yeah. Um, but that's how they'll hook you, right? It's like you want to go, you know, well, he's a doctor or he's, you know, he's in the military. Or they hook you on hope. 
Right. You know, maybe this is real. Maybe he saw my my profile pic yeah. and thought, oh, she's There's the a one love for connection. me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even that's just kind of strange. <laughs> but what is interesting to me when you look at like look at the social media and the the various people who are trying to connect with you, and I'm always looking at their feed to see, mm. okay, how do I know this person? You know, who do they know? And a lot of times what's interesting to me, it's very clear when you look at the feed that it's a fake profile. But what I find curious are the number of my friends who have said yes. Wow. And who are in their circle of friends, um, which I can see why then people would go ahead and connect yeah. because, you know, oh, six of my friends are friends. They, he must be in my circle. I don't know. Well, what I, know? I have not sort of like accepted friend requests from like People, friends of my friends that I have not actually met in person because I, I feel like maybe their profile has been hacked and they don't know yeah. that now they're friend requesting people, you know, but I hadn't thought about it as, you know, as, as somebody who could, who could potentially want to be scamming me. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've, I've noticed it, um, you know, I've noticed it on LinkedIn even, mm. you know, like I've wow. been, you know, managing a few accounts and oh my gosh. Uh, it's happening well, there too. Well, you, you have know, to watch the out. women on LinkedIn are business people, right? They're going to have a little bit more right. money. Um, yeah. You know, they'll try to hook you with interests is another one. They'll like come at you that way. But the girls, if they tell you that they love you within yeah. two weeks, I'm tell I'm just saying like right then. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. You know, you know two I and a half weeks, I would believe it, but not two weeks, right? Yeah. You know, I, I think that this is probably happening for men, too. They're probably getting the bikini babes. Yeah, yeah, you you're know? right. Yeah, um, yeah. And we're getting the doctor. The doctor overseas. <laughs> the, the, that's working for, you know, the humanitarian. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> who suddenly has time who to. Who suddenly needs money. <laughs> yeah, who has time to, like, look for, you know, Michelle in St. Louis, right? Yeah. And so over emotional they also like if they they call it love bombing where they like will shower you with all of these gifts or they'll call you constantly or you know all of these things that like all of this attention yeah now I, i'm not saying that that you shouldn't want attention and you shouldn't want that kind of affection from somebody but it's if it's like from zero to 150 miles yeah. per hour in in less than you know blinking your eye then yeah that's a red flag you know, thinking about just that. like if a year goes by and he hasn't given you like flowers or oh, anything like that, it's a also a red flag, flag. right? <laughs> Find yeah. a happy middle ground. You know, on your list, I see the asking for money, and I, I think that that is really key. You know, it's one thing if if you are you've, you've been together a long time and you're sharing a life together, and you know that that's a totally different conversation. But if you're just starting to get to know someone and they're throwing out the L word and all that stuff very quickly, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I have this tragic family emergency and oh, blah, 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 I need money. And, you know, and then they start preying on your sensitivities. Like that to me is a very clear sign that they're pulling at your heartstrings and the fact that you're a nurturer and somebody who cares. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, of course you've got to go to your mom's funeral. Of course you've got to, you know, here's it. the money. Yeah. Oh, with the flights, last minute tickets, $1,200, here's $1,200, you know. So I think that those are, and I understand, like, when you're at that point, you've got to be already thinking, oh, 
no, they can't be scamming me. Why? Why? Because, I mean, the hurt that would come from that. I would say validate those emergencies. Also, at the same time, you don't have to lend your partner or your romantic interest or, or give them any money. And you can say no. I don't want to no and if and if he or she has a really big issue with that then they're not the right person isn't that I mean that's even just a good that's even just a good like relationship test right right? like okay you've just asked me for twelve hundred dollars I'm sorry but that's a lot of money like right you know it's just not a good time for me to do that you can do it in a very polite way and depending on the pushback you get Mm -hmm. could be like how how deep is the love you right. know right well one of the one of the wives of the richard scott smith said he wasn't he never asked for any money right that one of his one of his tactics though was like hey we're buying this house together and i mean my my secretary because he said he worked in real estate has already written the written a check and mailed the check for the down payment but it's it hasn't shown up could you just cover that check and as soon oh, as and that give my, it to and you. as soon as we oh, find God. the check i'll give it to you right Ugh. that was one of his tactics yeah. Otherwise, he just waited to open up credit in your name. Yeah. Um, it's 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 fascinating. Now, I have watched a few reviews on YouTube, and like when the the male reviews of it were like, they weren't very you know kind to the women. But I I I could see where where people could get taken. He's not an attractive person, but if he but you know looks aren't everything. And yeah, women are. I think women are far more forgiving on that. Like yeah. initially, especially like we're like all about the. The intellectual side of things, the the connection side of things, talking, and and that can blossom into an attraction. Right. right you know, right. Um, doesn't have to be all, you know. Yeah, it's just important. And, and watch that love fraud. Look him up because you guys who are in the Midwest, he is in the Midwest. And he's, yeah. You know, we don't want we don't want anybody that we know to have been his next his next victim. You know. It is, this tactic too, isn't one that's just limited to somebody who's coming in and moving in right away. You know, there are a lot of um, relationships like this that are are just happening strictly online. There's a, this is a a problem, you know, the Congo, there's a lot of people there that are doing the same kind of tactic to, uh, and I'm sure it's not just limited to the Congo. No, no, we hear about the Nigerian prince. Yeah, there's like, this is happening all around, but, the, it's the same kind of thing where you know we're meeting online and and things are developing quickly and you're hearing all the things that you think you should be hearing but you know there's definitely some some symptoms to be looking at there too mm-hmm. you know I think if you're only seeing photos you're not actually seeing them live you know online live I think that's that's right. a, that's a problem you know I think also you hear of people booking plane tickets to go meet them somewhere and then them never showing up because they had a family emergency. Like that is Mm -hmm. a symptom of, oh, this person doesn't really exist. I listened to this podcast episode and I apologize, I don't remember where it was from, but it was about this guy who had had basically had had set up a, a system of angel letters or love letters, right? It was like a lonely hearts club kind of thing. And the men who were like writing the letters back and forth, you know, pen pals, and they were sending money in, you know, to help their, the, the, obviously their love who's, yeah. who needs some money. So, I mean, this, these scams have not just generated in, uh, in the online world. 
But what was interesting was even after the whole fraud was revealed, some of the men, they didn't care that it was fake. Really? Yeah, because they what? they felt they they really believed that Sheila loved them, even though Sheila loved Denial. or Sheila Again, right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing we were just talking yeah. about. Like I can't believe that I that I'm not loved this much and and that this was or, all fake. It's gonna just shatter me so, you yeah. know. And they did say on one of the websites that I had looked at, um, they did say that some of the reasons why the scams continue is that people are too embarrassed well, to to report it, right? But then why but why continue to play the game? Can you just cut it off? Well, I mean they cut it off, but they don't report they don't report the oh, actual scam, oh, right? They, oh wow, well, that's too bad. And then some people do continue to play it they just keep it going because they're too embarrassed for oh. their family and their friends to know that they're just being scammed. Oh, that's There's really a very sad. touching Kath and Kim episode about this. Oh seriously? With Sharon. Yeah, it's it's the the Kath, Kath and Kim, Kim. Vinci. If, if you haven't seen this episode <laughs> this show, you Kath and should. Kim is from Australia and Sharon she gets she gets wrapped up in in a in an online <laughs> and he's gonna marry her i mean it's 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 <gasps> that's I mean, right you, okay. I mean, your heart breaks for sharon oh god you know? your heart is always breaking for always breaking for, for sharon. sharon but uh, oh my god but yeah so i mean you know that was in oh. 2005. um you know one of those things too that's um that i've i've heard about happening on the nigerian prince kind mm -hmm. of things like, um, something that they do early on in your communication is they start to make little errors, little errors in you know the way that they're communicating, speaking, right. spelling, those kinds of things, to gauge your vulnerability. Ooh. And so they increase those errors to test your threshold. And so interesting, you know, know, and it's an intentional kind of like almost like A-B split testing, like, okay, oh, she fell for that, great, we're gonna go down this path, you know? And yeah. so it's one thing to be not aware of the fact that, you know, second languages and those kinds of things have been, but I think it's just something to be aware of that it could be intentional. Mm. And mm -hmm. it might be hoove you to not let that error slide. Mm, you just yeah. be like, oh, that's, oh, I totally understand, second language is not a problem, but hey, think about that, you know, just, I, I would challenge it. Well, they did say that one of the things that is uh, poor English is uh, a sign that is most likely a scam, you know, right. especially because they're going to be saying that they have all this education and, you know, and right. And, and then and that then, doesn't connect, does it? Right. So you've got to really use a little bit of logic here. Right. You know, well, and we have poor, we have poor English even among American speakers. So well, we do, <laughs> we do. So, but you have to, you know, I guess texting I and guess all that doesn't help how how can you protect yourself like i watched that movie and i'm like i am never going online ever again <laughs> i'm that's it i'm i'm gonna meet i'm gonna meet my oh. my next partner the old-fashioned way i'm gonna get drunk in a bar and, <laughs> and, and and you know and that's how i'll meet him right right um make out in the car make out in the car <laughs> you know hope that's not a serial killer right all of those things but damn it i'm not going online to meet somebody <laughs> i mean i tell you what i i i did uh, not I did like what is the swipe left swipe right? tinder tinder I did that for all of a month mm. and not even I don't even know uh, maybe a month and um, I uh, my experience was 
very eye-opening. I, I found that um, it was very clear that there were people that were just out there for the hookup, yeah. which I wasn't. Right. So that became very transparent when I was just like, oh, tell me more about your guitar playing. And then it was like <laughs> silence, you know. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and But I did make, I made one really good friend out of it. You know, we we stay in touch still. That though, I I had a in the end a rewarding experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and I only I think what I've only met three of the people that I, you know, that, you swiped. that I swiped, and you know, one of them is a still a lifelong friend. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, but I'm very. Well, uh, you like to know about their guitar. <laughs> if they don't want to talk about their guitar, then obviously mm-hmm. it's a scam, you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. Obviously. It's a scam or they just want one thing. <laughs> well, they all, uh, yeah. yeah. I remember the one of the first times that I got on Tinder several, several years ago because I, I don't do I don't do online dating now. Well, because now I love how you say now. Now, all through Is 2020. Is this a COVID thing or no, just I, prior period. to 2020? Yeah, prior to prior to COVID. But okay, there's more here. That's just. I'm it. gonna let you finish your sure, thought. Sure. I was gonna say one of my first experiences with Tinder was uh, it was a Friday. I probably have told you this. It was a Friday morning, and I, I get I, we ma- I match with somebody, mm. and then he's like he's totally aggressive in his messages, and I'm like he's like I. I, apparently, I'm only five minutes from your house. I'm like, oh uh, my god, yeah. red flag, red flag. Eight, I mean, it's like eight a.m. and I'm like, okay, yeah. So, and, and he's like, what about what if I just come over? We can have sex in my truck. Oh my god. I was like, I, I have to go to work. What? Maybe I'm I didn't not, make myself clear in my needy. profile. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy, but then but. I thought, what is it that that man? <laughs> felt that he could even suggest that because the, apparently there are women who are on the site that that would be like yeah sure come on like, of course we oh match and you're five minutes away and I can we can get some and you can go on but I was like oh, I better make it really clear in my profile that I will not be having sex in a truck at 8 a.m. on a <laughs> Friday so uh, I have to say I mean Thursday maybe but not Friday I, I, <laughs> I just get, I seriously, I am deeply concerned for the whole, is it safe? I'm not just talking STD safe. Is it safe from a, like, is, is he, he a not killer? a serial is killer? It, I know. I watch Nightline. <laughs> I mean. I do. I just, I think. Or Dateline. Nightline I was mean, the other show. You know, meet me in public first before you right. want to come to my house and hook up in a car. Yeah. And is this, is this your truck or my <laughs> right so we do have like the list of things ways to keep yourself safe and we'll just like pull that up and we'll run through those really quick before we lose our hour our our time of the month so we already said you know make sure you know that person right we already talked about that right even if like even if they're friends of friends make sure that you maybe ask that friend hey do you know that actually know this person I think cyber stalking is also a very good way to just yeah. really like vet this person out. Yeah, you know? like check their photos. They can put fake stuff up there, as we all know yeah. from our yeah. the, the earlier part of this conversation. But you know, just I think it behooves you to just do a little digging, make sure. 
Yeah, one of the things. Call his mom. <laughs> number call the ex-girlfriends. Right. <laughs> call the other wives. <laughs> number five. This one was really interesting to me because apparently a lot of scammers are, um, they're lazy and they like to take poetry. They like to take things oh. from the internet, you know, from other people. So sure. it's like take what that text and do like a Google search. <gasps> Isn't that a great idea? I, I have not I have not oh incorporated that. Yeah, I thought that was wow. really good. Wow, so yeah. you're just not a, an amazing poet on your own? <laughs> I didn't inspire those magical words? No, no, it, it was Schumann. Schumann. Damn, Shakespeare, <laughs> he plagiarized me. <laughs> like Emily had brought up before, you know, like invite, you know, like if you don't see them in real time. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, um, I, mean, I think, a, a huge, a huge indicator. You know, invite them to video chat. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. they... They won't meet you in person. You um, know? I mean... Yeah. Right? And then, uh, like, we can always, always um, use... And, and and like they said on the FTC was if, if you've been scammed you've got to report it you know it's yeah. embarrassing but if we don't report it people like Richard Scott Smith continue. will continue to be out there and and getting you know getting more victims and um, and uh, you know so if you go to FTC.gov you know it's really a great as we can see up here on the on the screen you know the screenshots of their um of their website it's it's really easy and it feels very non-judgmental i i <laughs> wanted to try it out like let me just yeah. report something but i don't have any scam to report thank it. goodness but so. yeah that's great hey um emily you know we're going to be coming up on our 100th 100th uh episode of a podcast Crazy. very, very soon yeah and we've got some ideas we and we want to tell our people before we go tonight yeah. We are going to be having kind of some conversations with all of our, you know, well, not all of them, because yeah. it's a hundred people. We can't have people. a conversation with hundred people, but we're going to be having conversations with yeah. kind of a core group of either regular contributors or people that just uh, really spark Blew the interest our of our of our yeah. community. Or yes, like you said. Blew our mind. So yeah. it'll be a really fun episode. It's not going to be like a. We're not going to be like grabbing parts and pieces of old episodes we're actually gonna have having it. these conversations gonna be fresh conversations and, and what we want what we would love 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 mm. from you guys is that if you have a favorite uh mm -hmm. something that you want to say about the podcast or a guest yes. that you love that we had we would really love to hear from you so if you like Ooh, we could even include your we comment would include your comment like if you, if you want to send us an email of course you or know a or voicemail. a facebook post or a voicemail or an audio message that you record yeah. on your phone or a video message can any you of do those youtube things. also yeah any of those things we would we want to like create this really great hundredth episode that includes not only our voices and but our yours. guest voices but our listeners voices mm -hmm. as well so we want to really put that out there that. for you guys but yeah. um hey emily we have uh we've done it we are all done already on uh, can you believe it we'll be back it already it's already it's over. over yeah that was so my fast. flow is done <laughs> you know what i'm looking forward to the next flow uh, it's it's yeah the end of april we will both be fully vaccinated Yes, yes. But I think it's exciting. It's it, going to be like nice. It's like this, like, I yeah. feel the, I feel things are moving forward. Yeah. And I mean, I will be excited to celebrate that with yeah, you, I, with yeah, everyone. Absolutely. And we, we have adventures planned for the future. So for we'll be sure. talking about for those sure. also. And I'm, ho and I'm hoping that uh, soon, because we'll be vaccinated and lots of our listeners will be vaccinated, 
um, and our local listeners that we can actually see you guys oh, in person again. Oh, my God, an event. Wouldn't that be amazing? There's some wine we got <laughs> we may be drinking together. We so do, yeah. Thank you for watching Instagram, for Facebook. We really yeah. appreciate you guys sticking with us this time. And we'll see you next, uh, see you next time the of the month. Last Wednesday of the month. We'll see you. Cheers. Cheers.